Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual. I am your host, Jeffrey Peck. And as I record this, it is August 8th. It is the day of the Lion's Gate, the portal, so to speak, of energy pouring through, expanding our awareness and our attention to our spiritual selves, our souls, our soul's purpose, and our connection. So that's kind of cool. On a personal note, I have, uh, my partner Evan and I had a guest visiting over this last week from the East Coast. And and after spending almost a week together, she tested positive for COVID on Sunday. And that particular day, I just happened to start coming down with something. And it hasn't been fun. So good news, uh, I've been testing negative for COVID, but it must be, you know, that summer cold that's been going around with the, you know, the muscle aches and the headache and the exhaustion that just like won't go away and that the, the fevery like hot flashes. So anyway, luckily I'm not worse. I'm just getting through this. So for those of you that we had to move your readings, thank you so much for your patience. Um, Today, you guys, I have Roland Budahawk with us, and he is just an absolute beautiful human being. I mean, we talk about energy. He is a, an energy healer. He has been since he was a little kid. He experienced it for the first time when he was four years old. He saw this ball of white energy, and his cat wasn't feeling well and was hurt. And he went up to his cat at four years old and put his hands on Mittens, I think his name was. And the next day, the cat was absolutely fine and followed him around for the rest of the cat's life. And I think that is just absolutely incredible. And he talks about his journey throughout life with the energy. And as, you know, when this is our purpose, when this is really our soul's purpose, uh, spirit brings this into our awareness over and over and over throughout life to get our attention the, through the synchronicities. And he talks a lot about a lot about those synchronicities leading to leading him to where he is today. He is working out of a, a naturopathic doctor's office doing one-on-ones and he does group healings and he's entertaining doing group healings online. Really beautiful conversation, really beautiful conversation. So you guys enjoy this week's episode and We'll be back again shortly. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual. I have got a real gem for us today. Roland Budahawk, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. You guys, Roland is a force of beautiful energy that is just a light that this world needs. So we wow. want to hear everything about you and your journey and where you came from and how all of this energy work came into your field and and how you're working with it. It is having the having the experience with Reiki myself. That's that's my own personal, you know, kablam. You know, that was the impetus right. to my whole awakening. So, so I'm very, very happy to have you here. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you very much for such an amazing intro. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Are you talking about me? <laughs> um. So yeah. So thank you very much for that. That was uh, really cool. So. Let's talk, I guess, about my journey. We'll just yeah, kind of jump into yeah. that. So so um, you do energy work. You do healing work. You I do. Y- you are a Reiki master. I saw mm-hmm. that you are also working with the IET, the inter- integrated energy 
therapy. Is that what it's Ther- called? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, you, it's, you, which is, yeah, go ahead. And you're kind of blending the modalities into whatever is working for you. I, I love that. I also read that, that this has been the, you've recognized the energy your whole life. So what was your childhood like with respect to the spiritual energy? Well, if you don't know any better, it's normal. So that's the best way to put that. So as a kid, um, I was definitely able to see things, see spirit. Like I would see people and I knew there were people and I knew spirit was next to them. I was able to hear like I, I understood the difference. And as I got older, that difference kind of started to shift because I didn't want to be part of it anymore. I wanted to fit in like a regular kid. I didn't want to be afraid of anything anymore. Like it was more I just wanted to be with friends and I couldn't have friends because they thought I was weird, uh, a freak. Yeah. And I tried real hard just to be a regular person. So I was trying hard. Like I would hear things. And I'm like, no, I don't want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear it. And then life goes on. Yeah. Uh, it never left. But the only way I would actually hear anything is like they had to say things very loud. And then I would hear stuff. Uh, so that was an interesting point. Like I was always interested with uh, metaphysical stuff, paranormal stuff, um, you know, <laughs> Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. I was always interested in all these crazy things. Sure. But I forgot about my connection as a kid. I forgot about a lot of things as a kid. Life goes on, you know, 20s, 30s. It got a little crazy as far as, not crazy, but I mean, as far as my connection or any idea that I had when it was gone. Up until 2004, uh, broke off a relationship and quit a job in the same week. I had an opportunity to drive a car cross country. Um, and somewhere by Memphis, I started seeing in my head uh, Arizona. It was flashing like a neon light. And um, at that time, I was like, what am I looking at? <laughs> What's happening here? Um, and so I changed my direction to now then go to Arizona, which of course, after Arizona's in my head now, Sedona's in my head. And I didn't, the only thing I knew about Sedona was the vortexes out there energetically. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine, I asked her to find me a guide. She did. Um, I met up with the guide. <laughs> it's something I would never do again to any medium healer or such. Uh, she asked me, so what would you like to do? And I'm like, you're the psychic. You tell me. Never would I do that again. That's so terrible. But anyway, uh, she took me on this tour uh, through Bell Rock Canyon. And we went to an area where she said the energies or five line energy lines crossed and you could feel it as you moved. Um, And that for me at that time, because I was I mean, I'm still skeptical. But when I feel energy, I get crazy excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, In this instance, um, I was like, okay, that's weird. Everything was weird. And then uh, she did some breathing exercise for me to help me with the relationship to release that. And then she had me expanding my energy. But that was crazy. That was all of a sudden I felt my my spirit shoot out of my body and like go out into the sun. And I just kept going and going. And the next thing you know, I'm just the best way to describe it is hundreds and hundreds of pictures were like, I was just seeing them and feeling them. I, I felt my body. I was like shaking. <laughs> it was nuts. And then I had the memories of when I was younger. It was, I, I found, remembered about my cat mittens where it, it was clawing home. It was just almost, she was almost falling over. She got in a fight with the crazy cat ladies, cats. She had like 20 cats. So she was an outdoor cat and she, I remember was just about to fall over, couldn't meow, just really in bad shape, banged up, bloody. And I remember I was about four years old. I remember I gently picked her up and I remember I just held her. And I always see, even now, um, I always see a big ball of light. And I have to ask the big ball of light to help me to help the person, the place, the animal. Then the big ball of light moves over me and then the energy flows through and so I did that for mittens for about, I want to say, maybe 10 minutes. And then I put her on her pillow. 
And the next day, she had three birds that she left for gifts, and she was in and out of my legs, no scratches, no problem at all, like nothing happened. Wow. And and she was like a dog after that. She followed me everywhere. How old were you? Four. Oh, my God, you're kidding. No. So that's the earliest memory, and that's the really trippy part about what happened out in Arizona and that was in 2004, is that all of these other memories, family members that would come home and if they like hurt themselves or broke, I would just know and come over there and just, you know, put my hands over there and then tell them it's going to be okay. I didn't know any better. Interesting things like that was happening, but I didn't know that something was right or wrong. I just knew. And that's kind of where I left it. So uh, it wasn't until I was older that I kind of re-embraced all this again. Yeah. That was 2015 to be exact. My first expo, I came out as a healer, but all that time between 2004 and 2015, I was secretly trying to remember how to do all this stuff again. And like, I remember I worked in a law firm uh, with a friend of mine. She had a bad shoulder pain she had for years. And then I remember she, I was, I was watching and I was like, all right, let me try something. She said, what are you going to do? I'm like, just, just sit there and do your work. And I just put my hand up by her back. And I remember um, this warmth. I, I felt it going down into her, down into her, you know, like beyond the muscle. And she goes, I feel that heat. And she goes, wow, it's going past the muscle. I was like, wow, I'm feeling what you're talking about. This is nuts. Anyway, I came back to her. I only did that for like five minutes. And I came back to her and she's like, oh, my God, I forgot I had the pain. So, of course, I want to experiment more. Sure. And so there was a lot of experimenting and not really sure where I kind of fit in was a thing. So it took it took some more experimenting. But then I started to actually realize what I was doing. And in that process, I ended up doing Reiki Master. Uh, but even that was different. Like, I don't know, with Reiki, you have they the the my, the teacher he gave me visuals and one of them was just basically and I'm sure everybody kind of learns a little different what I understand since mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you have the visual comes down to your heart and then it bring it out to your hands that's what he taught us and for whatever reason in my visuals I couldn't do that it would stop at my heart and I was like well, I'm trying nothing's happening <laughs> come on uh, but what ended up happening was then I started to pay attention. As it was sitting in my heart, the energy, and then like looked like this fire was swirling down, swirling down. And when it came down around all that energy, when it came down to my heart, it looked like a serpent almost, but it wasn't. But when it got to my heart, it's like there was ex explosion. It went all crazy, went down into the ground, came back up, and then it came out my hands. And I was oh. like, what just happened? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, and I remember I had to try to work on this girl and i'm seeing this visualization you know the visualization happening and i'm like you know do, do you what do you she's like she got up she's like roland you're burning my face off and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry she goes no i love it keep doing it i'm like okay so now it's a whole other layer of exploration you know and so now i'm starting to learn about all these all these modalities and how they work. And some of them I could be like, Oh, I got, I could do that. You know, not yeah. trying to be like, but I would just was trying to be a sponge to understand sure. how other people do it. But mm -hmm. my default, even to this day, even more one-on-ones, my group healings, uh, clearing a house, uh, whatever the case is, and my visualization is always the same as far as asking a ball of light. I still see that ball of light every day in my mind's eye. It's just there. That is incredible. never, I, I never, it's never gone anywhere. Uh, but the interesting thing is that I have to ask the ball of light as the four-year-old. If I try to merge us, no. If I try as myself now, no. I have to be the four-year-old. And when I say have to be, that means that I have to have that innocence. I have to have that pure love in order for that ball of light to come over me and then flow out of me. That's so, beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. The... The ball of light that you experience, do, do you recognize that as a consciousness? Do you recognize that as like source, 
spirit, God, um, uh, or angels, or or maybe an aspect of you, maybe your high self, you know, like, or maybe it's one and all, all in all in one, <laughs> you know. So what basically, <laughs> I was just going to answer your question by saying yes uh -huh. to all of it because yes, yeah. I don't. All I know is that I trust it. I distrust it. I've yeah. trusted it all my life and nothing. And also if I get messages, like it comes into my head from the back, the back right of my head. Mm -hmm. So if I get any information, I'll, I'll perceive it here. Anything else outside from that, I have to check into that energy, but I know when it comes in here, it's people, it's what I trust. Awesome. And this yeah. is an all, you know, all my life kind of thing. Well, even when I wasn't paying attention, apparently I was paying attention. But so, so what year was it then when you saw your Reiki master? When did that happen? I want to say that was. 2013, 2014, okay. like it. it was later on, but I did a lot of experimenting with stuff like mm -hmm. house plants. Yeah. Uh, that didn't get a lot of sun, you know, mm -hmm. just giving it that love feeling it flow oh, through yeah. that energy, you know, uh, definitely yeah. with love, love, always love being in nature with the trees mm -hmm. uh, and and remembering what I was like as a little kid. And I still have it. I was just uh, with my daughter today. We we're walking around some area with a bunch of woods and I was like running around like uh, I shouldn't be running around anywhere like that. But I was like <laughs> a little kid. I was excited. Yeah. Uh, if I had a tail, it was wagon. Yeah. Um, but it was just, and I just can, it's just like, I just breathe it in. I just bring it in and it, it just, it fills me up. And as much as it fills me up, I, it goes back out. So it's yeah. this beautiful cycle. And as a little kid, that's all I did. That's what, you know, this uh -huh. this little area I used to go all the time. And you know, so it, it, it speaks volumes to that childlike innocence within each one of us. It, it speaks volumes to that childlike purity that 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 um that curiosity that children have that is just so pure and and everything is 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 their authentic truth in that mindset you know and they're just sponges and uh, yeah i love i love that visual and that experience because i i've i feel very deeply with my own childlike wonder you know, I'm, I can have fun yeah. on a paperback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And listen, but there's so, and I think that's, you know, it's just, I feel with a lot of these modalities and I'm not putting anybody's modality down because the, the real, the only thing that matters is if we're able to help somebody to help themselves or help mm -hmm. somebody get through a, a moment, you know, mm -hmm. that's really what matters. My ego can go out the window and anybody else's nonsense can go out the window too. Let's just help the person, you know, Absolutely. that's it, I don't, mm -hmm. you know, so, um, but I, you know, people have asked me to teach them stuff and uh, how do you, uh, all right, envision a big bo a ball of light and ask the ball of light to move over you to help somebody. They're taught. I don't know how, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Give me a hundred dollars. I don't know. <laughs> but I, you know, it's just, but all the, all the different I feel with a lot of these modalities where they overcomplicate something that's meant to be simplistic and actually innate for a human person totally that we've mm -hmm. lost touch with so much. Um, mm -hmm. We can access all that. We don't need to, you know, and again, I'm not discouraging anybody from learning a modality because mm -hmm. I understand that it definitely kickstarts things with people. You know, yeah. it helps with their connection. It yeah. helps, you know, it helps with a lot of things, but, I just also understand that when we're emotional is really when there's these major, uh, for lack of anything, like a emotional, an emotional trauma will reflect and open up some sort of a psychic or spiritual gift for that moment. It's just like the mom who's, you know, getting dinner ready, cutting stuff up and, she knows something happened to her child. Right. She just knows out of nowhere, you know, and that's like in the idea with Reiki, it gives you that insight that helps to open it a little more. Mm -hmm. But I just think if we, if we allow ourselves with that simplicity, whatever it looks like for everybody else, you know, 
whatever it is, but remember what you were like as a child, if you can remember that, even if there was trauma as a child, if you can remember those moments of purity that you had, and if you could bring that forward, I think. Oh my gosh, you know, you know what? Uh, that just rang a bell. I've got to tell a story since we're talking about our child, our inner child. Uh, you know, this the, the life that I've had, you know, the traumas that I've experienced growing up gay in the 80s and struggling through all of that and acceptance, self-acceptance, self-love, all of that, all of that um, has been a lifelong journey for me, a lifelong journey. And I've struggled throughout all of that with de- depression and anxiety stemmed directly from from all of that experience. Right. And moving into this work, you know, after I became attuned to Reiki in 2006, it ignited all the spiritual senses. Kablam. I thought I was losing my mind. But but things were happening like you were talking about. Like I felt it. It felt like a fire hose coming out of my hands. And my hand, my mom was like, your hands are like a heating pad. (laughs) And, And so all of these really wondrous, miraculous experiences I was still feeling very insecure, doubt, doubting myself, struggling with guilt and shame of not being enough for this or that, whatever. I mean, really, I, I'm still, I see therapists, you know, I've still been struggling with it. In this last two months, I've been doing this, this new treatment with um, Mind Bloom. It's a ketamine therapy to, to uh, work with the neural plasticity, okay. synapse, whatever ways, you know. So my whole point in telling the story, the very first experience I had with this, you take the medicine, it's microdosing, and then you go into what I've experienced as like a, it's like a a forced meditation. You, you, You go into this space. Immediately, I saw my toddler self, like three years old. And I loved on that little boy. And I, I was crying the first 10 minutes of this session. And I just loved on that little boy. And I was telling him everything's going to be okay. And you are enough. And don't ever think this. And immediately, I remembered what it felt like before experiencing and before being exposed to doubt, to shame, to guilt, to fear. I remembered what it felt like on my insides. And to be able to access that, access that in today's world with that inner yeah. child and that purity, oh my God, it's it's right. changed everything. It's changed everything, and we all we all have access to that. Yes, uh, some people obviously, like I said, there's certain parts that you don't want to remember, and sometimes you can't even remember. But how important, and that's what I find with a lot of people that I work with, you know, physical pain illnesses, if we can bring it back to some time in their childhood, and that's what I'm trying to help them pull out is that emotion um, and to replace it with, so it can seem like it's, you're watching a movie without having the emotional experience. I I mean, is it always successful? No, but I mean, I do the best that I can. There's only so much, it's not rolling doing it and mm-hmm. that's a big thing too you know yeah. uh it's definitely not me it's what's flowing through me and also the person the person might not be so willing you know and there's a whole other thing too but think about this now before you do your sessions if you envision that little boy just saying i'm gonna help this person see what that energy feels like oh my when goodness. it flows through mm-hmm. And to see the difference, because oh, there will be a difference. I, I can already feel it. Like I just, yeah. just just thinking about it, I can already feel it. And it's yeah. wow. Yeah. Thank you. That that was uh that was uh, an aha moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think an, an aha moment for a lot of people who are watching and listening. I mean, that's just it's beautiful. It could be, but a lot of people like to stick to a textbook. Uh, scenario and it's not their fault Mm -hmm. it's not their fault it's just kind of what they're taught um and their you know lineage and it sounds very grand but we're human beings and this is what we do you know you cut yourself or a child gets hurt the first thing is to put your hand over why to protect it to help it heal that's your love you're putting love down so if we put if we're moving all of that innocence and love towards anything that's happening, what's there not what can we not heal? You know? 
it's just a matter of paying attention to allow that to course through you, flow through you. Gentle, simple. And with all these modalities that are out there, all these ones that I learned, honestly, I was getting confused. Oh, sure. um, and, and so I just, it's not that I got selective. I just really, I mean, that four-year-old boy, that four-year-old boy sat me down. He's like, we got to talk. And I was like, what happened? He's like, you just, just, just be, just be you, just be me. And I was, oh, you want to talk about tears? I'm like, oh. you got me, kid. Oh. You got <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that makes me emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can trust me. I understand. So I I understand how impactful it is. And but I mean, it's always for me, everything is an experiment mm -hmm. or let's just see how we do or let's see what happens. Um, everything for me is just I am that little boy. Yeah, I am that little boy, you know, and mm -hmm. so. That's that's what wow. I got. That's how I flow. Yeah. Thank you for that. That was really, really awesome. And moving forward then, um, when did the IET come into that was experience? right? And there's a whole story behind the Reiki, which I could share with you at another time. That's not something I'd like to put out on that. But um Reiki first, I got Reiki one, then I actually learned IET basic. Mm -hmm which is very similar to Reiki, except it has archangels that you connect with. Okay. And the, the visual for that, for me, <laughs> this was funny because it was like Cheech and Chong, but Tommy Chong, they were all in gowns, uh, basically very regal. They all had long haired beards and they all talked like, Hey man, like they just smoked a tree. <laughs> and, and I was at a cliff. And they were on a cloud and they're like, hey, man, just take that step, man. Come on over, man. Like, it's all right. And I'm like, but there's no steps. You just have to have faith, man. They're like, I'm not getting this was my visual. And during this attunement for this stuff. And so when I took the step, the step appeared. Oh, my another God. Step, another step appeared. Yeah, wow. it was it was just a wild experience. And I get over to the cloud. They're like, what took so long, man? But the way they were talking was really, and even the way they looked, it almost looked cartoonish in real life, like clothing wise and whatnot. But the visuals, I'm a very visual person. I don't know. Do you mm -hmm. see a lot of stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just know I don't take any drugs, but I always wondered what it would like if I were to do any kind of plant medicine that would mm -hmm. put me in like that or the, you know, the frog medicine. I can't imagine what else I would see because... What goes on in my mind if I could plug it into a TV? Oh, it's nuts. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 you got me curious about that, but I'm very going to be very picky about that move whenever that happens, because mm -hmm. uh, you want the right people. But you yeah, know, very visual. Very you're visual. you're freaking me out a little bit because I had the exact same experience in a meditation, probably I don't know, fifteen, sixteen, a long time ago. Where I was taken to an edge of a bluff, you know, the bluff that overlooks the ocean and it's like, uh -huh. it's like two or 300 feet down to the beach. Yep. <laughs> I was looking down and the beings that I was with wanted me to take that step. And I was like, yep. well, I'm not taking that step. And they're like, take the step. Trust, trust. And, and I was, and finally, I just was like, fine. I took the step and boom, a step appeared. I took another step, boom, a step appeared all the way down. And I was like, Wow. This is a metaphor for life. This is a metaphor yes. for work. This is a metaphor for for the 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 trusting and surrender to spirit and surrender. Oh my gosh, yeah, it just like for yeah. you for you to have that same thing. Wow, <laughs> wow. And this is why we connected. Awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's you know one of the things also realize I you know talking about healings and healers. Some of your best healers have been through the most stuff and their experiences, you know, obviously, and listen, I'm not always the nicest person out there, but if I know somebody needs something, when I connect with that person, I have a completely different understanding. And I, I can mm -hmm. almost relate with just about everything that anybody has been through. Yeah. And, and so with that 
with that happening, once that connection and once the realization of like, I'm connecting with you about that, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it just adds that extra layer of like, I do understand yeah more than, you know, Oh, completely. and you know, and, and sometimes I'll even share my experience just mm -hmm. so they feel more comfortable. Yeah. So, and you know, allowing that, uh, you know, people talking together one-on-one, -on -one, it's, we forget the art of communication. We're so lost in phones and I'm guilty of it too, but mm -hmm. you know, because I'm doing this full time now, you know, the opportunity to com just communicate one-on-one, -on -one, even for a few minutes sometimes is just magical. We yeah. allow it. Yeah. That's the whole thing is all of this is just allowing. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sorry. I went off on a tangent. A bit, uh, it's okay. You know, because uh, <laughs> what you said was so beautiful and, and it speaks volumes in doing this work. Because, you know, we are in service to spirit. We are in service to the people in front of us. We are in service to each other. We are so much better together. And when we are able to tap in to the heart field and, and see through the lens of compassion and empathy, where we can understand and recognize where this person's been through without judgment, that's tapping into that unconditional love. That's tapping into that field that 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 real field you know here's the thing whatever anybody's done or did or said or been who's to say the rest of us might not have done the exact same thing if we walked every step in their shoes oh yeah you know and oh, yeah. and and when we're able to access that that field of unconditional love and we're able to see through that lens of compassion and just hold the space and say hey i'm here i get it you're good Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> just simply, it's just that simplicity again, how mm -hmm. powerful, how amazing. Yeah. We yeah. all we all want to be seen. We all need to be heard and, and just mm -hmm. witnessed. And, and, and you know, let me hold your hand. It's all good. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Somebody else yeah, got right me here. over here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But again, I think we forget. We forget so much. And even to ask for help sometimes oh, you know, totally. people, mm -hmm. people we lose our ways at times. So, mm -hmm. and it's not never an intentional thing, but it happens for people, unfortunately. And that's why we're here. Just like so many, you know, mm -hmm. we're here to help people. So it, it is. And we're gratitude. here to have this conversation. Yes. And, and, and share with people and, 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 you know, the people that are, are going to be hearing this and listening to this are, are divinely guided. You know, and and it's it's a really powerful conversation to be had. All of these are. It's why we do what we do, just to hope you know inspire spirit and inspire curiosity of our own spirit and connection yes. to each other. So, yeah, thank you. It's yeah. really awesome. So, what is then like? What what is your work consist of today? Like, you, do you do one on one healings? You do group healings. Yes. You mentioned that earlier. Yep. What what is that like? The group healing. Mm -hmm. The group healing is one of my favorite things to do. So group healings is I've done the most I've done so far is 80 people. Okay. But we, I usually do anywhere between 10 and I want to say 25 people. Uh, depends on, you know, where I am, the group. And it's one of those things is even though I have this description of what it is, the description will never match what the uh what it actually is mm -hmm. so uh but basically uh, I, I, again my descriptions i try to be very uh simple but if i have 10 people in the room right i'm asking each person just the things they'd like to work on and so they tell me all their things so we're working on all those things but also we're working as a collective mm -hmm. so everybody's energy kind of gets moved in this direction and then on it's like overtones of music. There's music involved too, but I mean, just the overtones. So like things start happening, like you start to feel confidence for as a group. And then people will start seeing things. Like if somebody sees a horse, another person may like be like, oh, I saw a horse. And then the horse became a Pegasus, you know? And then the other person would be like, yeah, I was on a Pegasus flying around. And then, you know, I was on a dragonfly and they just, it's crazy how that connection starts to happen, oh, but that's 
Uh, that's when I sit back and I'd be like, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. But the really cool part of it is, and this is all an evolution also, the beginnings of this was just the idea to open channels for mediums. That was the idea of it. I, you know, I said, hey, let's try something. I got this music and I want to see if I can help everybody open up their, you know, their antennas for medium, you know, in, in your mediumship when you do your gallery in a little while. Let's see. And so that happened. But people were having these amazing experiences and reactions. And I'm like, oh, so more experimentation has now evolved into still so fun for me. Like, I, I, again, my tail is wagging when I have the opportunity to do it, which I've been grateful that it's been going well so far. It's been very well received. But the music is very much cinematic it's what they call epic music it, it's like yep. lord of the rings some of it it, mm -hmm. it 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 really the that music plus the energy just take you on this journey visual journey mm -hmm. that you know people tell me that was intense sometimes sometimes people tell me like what they saw they saw divine things and you know they saw family members they haven't seen everybody's experience is always different Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I got to tell you, there's nothing like it. And I don't know. And I can't say that I'm the only one doing it, but I am saying that I have a lot of fun doing it. And it's yeah. been it's very experimental, but it's becoming more of a fun thing. I don't know who else does this. And I, I would love to find out who does, because I think there's one person I'd like to check out that does something similar. So mm -hmm. we'll get to that. I'll, I'll get to that eventually. But that is so fun. But the one on ones is something I do. I now work uh, like since November, I'm doing this full time out of a holistic doctor's office. Okay. Um, yeah, which is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, and in New Jersey, in Wayne, New Jersey. Uh, so I'm very grateful for that. So between the two, now, um, you know, free of a actual job because <laughs> uh, now this isn't a job. You know, this is this is a passion. This is a love. Mm, I, uh, every my, you know, my friend would always say this is a hobby. You know, this is a side thing. And I'm less like, you don't get it. This no. is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is a totally. calling and they're not going to understand it. But mm -mm. I still respected, you know, him uh, sure. what he had to say. Yeah. But uh, which actually in its own way kind of add a little fuel under, you know, a little fire under my butt to kind of make this happen a little better. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I'm happy that I'm here. And since November, like I said, there's things to learn, learning curves, uh, summertime, uh, you know, peaks and valleys of things. But aside from that, though, uh, just what I, uh, there's a woman uh, just recently last week on Tuesday, I'm sorry, excuse me, Wednesday, there was a group healing with 11 people this one woman she has tooth pain and i i just got an email from her she says it's definitely less painful now from this group healing and just she was so grateful of the experience and i'm just like this is amazing and so she's definitely going to be a repeater and that's what's you know that's just beautiful to hear but this interesting though because the one-on-ones are much different they're they, they could be intense, but sometimes it's more about that moment when they're, I use a zero gravity chair versus a massage table, okay. so much nicer and easier. <laughs> and I have music behind you and it's like it, it, this music surrounds you. So it's oh, not overwhelming. It's beautiful. very relaxing. Oh, I have to take pictures for you and show you what I've done now. It's like, what did I do now? Cause I can't leave it alone. So now I put speakers <laughs> on either side of your head. There's a speaker behind your head. There's a speaker underneath you on the zero gravity chair. You're just enveloped in the healing music. Cause I use frequency music. So, and like one of my favorites is like, I have a one of beach. It's just a beach with frequency music, 528 Hertz, Beautiful. but you know, on YouTube and that's all from YouTube, but mm -hmm. you don't know, you don't know if, the music is actually what it says it is, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, what I have to do is actually like with, I'm sitting with somebody, I'll actually have to go through three, four, maybe five songs to feel if it feels right with their, if the body likes it, or if we're working on something particular, I'm like, does this resonate with you? And I'm asking in my head, like, no, no. And I'm like, oh, that's the one. And nine times out of 10, they're like, oh, I really like this one. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
so that's pretty cool how that happened. I want to get on a plane uh, to New Jersey like now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. There's a lot of fun stuff in that office. Oh, it's a small little office, but yeah. he's uh, the doctor is amazing. It's really um, beautiful. So, yeah, you know, I, I love the group stuff like you were talking about. I love the yeah. group stuff. And 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 here's why. I mean, because and, and everybody's heard me say this a thousand and one times. We are so much stronger together. We're so much better together. And and when we come together in a group like my experiences with groups over the last 15, 16, 17 years, being a meditator, especially after working with the energy after 2006, I know I know how my meditations feel, right? I know that I know how they feel and they feel great. You know, I, I, I love my meditations. I love the visuals. I love the places I go. But when you're with a group of people, the most I've been with is about 240 people. And we were in Hawaii for a spiritual workshop of like five days, right? When wow. everybody is there with that same intention and everybody's together and you go into that meditation together with that same intention, the power amplifies in a way that just like, I suppose one would feel from ayahuasca or like something like physically yeah. altering my, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's amazing. When, yeah. When you're talking about the groups and how you talked about so-and-so experiencing this horse and then it turned into Pegasus and somebody else was riding the Pegasus at the same time, all this was traveling through their fields. I experienced the same thing in that group of 240 people. I visioned, I saw what I saw. I went where I went. And all of a sudden, when it was over, people started speaking up. Did anybody else see this? Did anybody else see this? Did anybody's and everybody's like, "What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy cow! It's real!" <laughs> yeah, you know, ah, oh, yeah. it's just it's just spectacular. Just lights me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I, it. Listen, there's nothing. There hasn't been much lately that's made me feel so good as to see what people their expressions are when they genuinely feel something, whether yeah. it be a one on one. Uh, for the first time, and I've been so grateful. But I've been, you know, the first to introduce a lot of people to energy healing, mm -hmm. and I definitely keep it as energy healing versus because there's a lot other things that happen. But it, you know, if I start to label everything, it, I don't know. I just feel I'm losing something by doing all that. Yeah, and I'd rather it just be, mm -hmm. eh, it's energy healing. Let's see what happens. Yep. Let's see what you feel. You know, tell me about it after. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just think uh, it's very easy to overcomplicate. All of this is pretty much going to be my overall message. And I encourage healers to really just look into the simplicity, to go back to that, to what their roots may have been. Go back to that purity of the child, even though your childhood wasn't good. Trust me. I had some wonderful moments, but there were some really ugly and terrible moments. But yeah. that makes me understand, you know, and even like there's that quiet period in my life where, you know, there was a lot of drinking and whatnot. Mm -hmm. All of that helps me understand my ups and downs is what makes me understand the person sitting with me mm -hmm. or being in a room with people that mm -hmm. go through things, you know, and yeah. that connection is real. That connection is is something you know you, you can't manufacture so that's why it's just like the wounded healer is going to be the person you want to go to yeah yeah you know you know i'm, I'm going to ask you a question that i've gotten many times over the last almost two decades there are some people that come out of these experiences with like true miraculous healings um i worked on a gal back in 2000 I think seven and she came in looking yellow almost. I mean, just, and, and just, uh, I mean, just down and weak and tired and exhausted. You know what I mean? Just really, I didn't know what was yes. wrong with her. I don't want to know anything, right? Let's just come right. in and let's just let the energy do what it's supposed to do. Right. And, and her husband came with her. He sat in my living room watching TV for the whole hour. After it was over with, she sat up. And she sat up with this energy that just was like, I just looked at her and I was like, huh, she looked, she, she was not yellow anymore. She was completely normal skin color. Her energy <laughs> was back. She was like, suddenly was like, had, had a movement and like, and I was like, 
you you look different. And she goes, I feel so much better. So what I had found out then was she has she had lupus. And uh-huh. and of course, in, in 2007, I didn't really know what that was. I had to look it up afterwards. But mm-hmm. her, she walked out of the room and her husband looks at her and he had to do a double take. And he was like, oh, my God, you look like a completely different woman. So my question is, some people have these really, truly magnificent experiences. Some people don't. Some people don't have that healing. They don't have that that coming out of it feeling uplifted or or their pain lessened or or whatever. People ask why, 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 why do some and why do why don't some? Okay, so that is a really, really great question. And what I find is, in an instance with that woman that you spoke of, I want to say to you that she probably didn't have any expectations at all. She just probably said, you know, this is just another thing for me to try. I'm going to try and we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what I can, you know. But I'm pretty sure that she had absolutely no expectation. Like she was just losing you know, she was getting more down in the dumps as this thing continued. So what I find is when people don't have that expectation is really when magic truly happens. And I really think that's the biggest thing because I think sometimes people come in, they hear you're a healer or they're like, fix me. That's when I honestly will say, you need to leave. I'm, I'm not, you need to get that out of your mind. That's not what we do here. But I think that not having an expectation and them being open to receive, I always ask everybody to just in their mind to say that they're open to receive because mm-hmm. um, I think that's so important. And I said, without doing those things, uh, and also some people will have resistance, whether they know it or not. They're not ready mm-hmm. to get rid of certain things. And you know what? That's okay. But I feel the people with the most miraculous, spontaneous, look at me, I can't believe that this is how I am now kind of thing, are the people that didn't have an expectation at all. That's what I found. Yeah. So come in with absolutely no expectations. Yeah, just throw it out the window. That's it. You know, again, go into that area and that place of, "Ah, let's see what happens versus, yeah, I'm going to this healer. He's going to fix me or he's going to help me. That's just the wrong way I feel to look at it. Mm -hmm. It's not going to serve you. Well, you know, versus... Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And and I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to the belief that it's us that's fixing, fixing them. We're holding the space and it's right. them that are healing themselves. You know, right. it's their own soul. It's their own connection. It's their own being. But, and- but, but a lot of people, especially, unfortunately, healers, you know, they think a little different. And it's it's that gray area. But I always try to tell people and I don't get me wrong. I lose in conversation sometimes. I never forget that it's not me. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll say I'll say I when I usually mean we. But if I'm saying we people are looking around like who's he talking to or talking mm-hmm. about. And I know obviously this mm-hmm. is a different kind of platform where I can talk like that. But allowing that flow, uh, whatever that is for that individual, that person. To, or you know holding that space like you're saying mm-hmm. um a lot of i want to say a lot of healers they go in a different direction with that ego kind of ego is an important part in life but they just kind of their heads it has mm-hmm. the head starts to yep. move a little bit in the wrong direction there so oh. that's how i look at that <laughs> roland this has been fabulous Thank you so much for being here. I, I would like you to I would like you to let everybody know where they can find you. Do you do group healings online? Do you do it all in, in person? Let us know where we can find you, what you got coming up. Where I okay, so that's interesting. The group healing online um is something I've been kicking around with somebody. I'm gonna try that as an experiment coming up soon. But yes, it does work. There is a space that I do group healings. And I'll let you know when it comes because I'd love for you to be a guest to Please. experience it. But they, it's in person and Zoom. Uh, we'll let you know when that happens. That's going to be actually this month sometime, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to double check. 
I could check right now, but I don't want to take too much time about talking. It's all right. Um, it's all right. I, <laughs> What's your website? I work uh, boot. Okay, so I'll spell it out if I can remember how to spell my own name. B U D D H A H A W K Healing H E A L I N G dot com. Buddha or it could just be yeah or buddhahawk.com they will both take you i'm so used to saying buddhahawk healing but i got buddhahawk so i got happy about that you got both of them that's uh, awesome it's helpful yeah yep and on there you can find my link tree and it, you can find all my social media on there and that's probably the easiest way to to go about finding everything that i'm doing but i'm located in wayne new jersey out of uh, the integrated holistic center Okay. With uh, Dr. Matt Singer, which I'm very proud and grateful uh, to be in that space with him. Um, That's beautiful. That's divinely guided yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Uh, I'll have all of that in the notes, everybody. It, it'll be in the in the show notes on the podcast. It'll be in the show notes on the YouTube video. And Roland, before we go, what would you like to leave the people with? The, with the, the, the people that might be grieving the might the people that might have chronic pain the people that might have you know be struggling with ptsd or or past traumas that are raising their ugly heads what words of advice might you have well now that you're saying that with all those people i'm like oh my god i just want to send energy out to everybody i want them to do their best to remember they're not alone i want them to take breaths. But more importantly, I think I would ask people to you know, try to remember other things. Try to re not You're not avoiding. It's so easy for us as people to kind of go down a rabbit hole and spiral down. But the things that stop it is when we shift our mindset. Not too long ago, I was in that space and it was somebody simply reminding me, be grateful. So gratitude changed my mindset because you can't think of both things at once. But, you know, have those people reach out to, you know, people who are authentics that want to genuinely help other people. Just, just they have to know there's groups out there that just send love. They just oh. send love. They don't, mm -hmm. you know, they just outright say, hey, we're going to get together tonight. We're going to send love. I think that's the most, one of the most beautiful things. And when I can, I try to join in. The other people that are going through all that trauma. I'm going to say, try to remember that little child and how pure and innocent was that was and let them help you through your now. Bring them forward with that love, with that innocence. Let that fill your soul to help you take those next steps forward. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you, Roland. You know, everybody Thank out you. there listening who might be struggling, Roland is here for you. I am here for you. You reach out, you email, you DM, whatever it takes. We'll, you know, we'll hold the space for you however we can. And Absolutely. Roland, thank you so much for being here. I love you to smithereens. You are a beautiful ah, human being. <laughs> Likewise. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you so much for uh, being here with me for another episode of Something Super Spiritual. I'll be back with another exciting guest next week. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Namaste.